Welcome to Swimming with a Fish, a chance for three guys to vent a little steam, poke a little fun, and hopefully entertain a few folks. Good evening, folks, and welcome to our July 20th show. Uh, we're a day late. Um, the chief had, um, had a family matter, which we felt was much more important than the, our recording session, but uh, the show should still be available to you guys when you expect to hear it. Uh, good evening, Goon. Peace, man. How you doing? Well, just fine, and a summer of love to you, too. Uh, Chief, how are you doing there, buddy? I survived yesterday, which was a teenage birthday party. Teenage birthday party. (laughs) Yikes. Oh, I'm just starting those. That's, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of frightening. Oh, um, you you, you don't know the half of it, my friend. Yeah, we're we're on the starting edge, and and Goon's on the trailing edge. He's, uh, he's getting his out the door. I can yeah. see the I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it is not a train. That's the best kind. Um, a couple of quick announcements before we get, actually get started. Um, I will, in fact, be uh, reporting remotely from beautiful Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, uh, two weeks from now for the August second recording. Uh, under the assumption I've got internet, I've been to this place before. The internet's usually pretty good, so this shouldn't be an issue. Um, Second little piece of business, uh, we've been kind of taking a peek at the initial numbers, and wow, there are people out there that are actually willing to listen to us ramble and goof off. We thank you most dearly. You cannot begin to understand how pleased we are that we're not just shooting off at the mouth into the ether with no one there to hear. It's like, there's a forest and there's trees and people hear us. Yay! Um... On a, on a slightly more serious note, well, on a very much more serious note, our uh, thoughts and prayers are for the speedy recovery of Senator John McCain. I bring this up in particular because, well, you know, we don't always see eye to eye with the good senator, especially the goon and anybody who might have read last, last week's Saturday Shame um, on Facebook. Um, but we don't wish him any ill will, um, but it, it certainly makes us better than the Antifa. I, I swear to God, if if the person I pick this week for Shame Shame Saturday gets some terrible disease, we're not doing it anymore. I thought we decided that if you found out you had a superpower, you would use it for good. That's true. We we can actually we you know we oh. could set up um, we could set up a Twitter poll on who you should shame next. Okay, uh, you know what? That might not be a bad contest because you know this isn't what I was expecting, Senator. I was you know expecting that maybe you'd say that that goon fella, well, he's just a dumb pierogi-eating guy. Why are you listening to him? Not, like, go get a horrible disease, so so get well soon, sir. Absolutely. Although it's so, going to be really hard to do because what he currently has is a killer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I know. I, it's it's a very serious, it's a very serious situation that uh, John McCain is in. Yeah, the statistics are, uh, they do not bode well. Or that particular disease. Let's um, not keep. Let's not tell him that. Maybe he doesn't listen, so he won't know. Well, that's true. Well, but the good news is, um, the way I was reading the numbers is, we now officially can say we have more people listening than MSNBC. So there you go. <laughs> that's where that. That's where that Rachel Madcow lady lives, right? Yeah, moo moo. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I have one more public service announcement. Um, since uh, <laughs> since uh, uh, the chief and I live in the same. Uh, area we are both served by the same power company did you get a a phone call from them today chief let me check oh 
Oh, if you have the voicemail, that would be If you have the recording, please, please play it because it's precious. I have seven messages. Okay, so we want the... There's a the chance. <laughs> we, 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 we don't mind listening. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. All of America is, re- is willing to hear what you have on your voicemail. Yeah, I bet they are. Okay, but all of these are not PEPCO numbers. Well, actually, it says Walgreens, Gaithersburg, Annapolis, New York, the whole state oh. of Minnesota, <laughs> and some cell I've, ne- I've never had a state call me. I would have guessed PEPCO would be a 202 number, but... No. No, mm-hmm. not over here. It's not. Well, you know what? Maybe it's your privilege, Goon. Uh, could be. Could be. Would you like to know what the message said, Chief? I'll I'll check at the end. Okay. If if you find it, we'll uh, uh, perhaps uh, uh, Crutch would post it for us. Oh, absolutely. Or yeah. I can. Uh, yeah. The message said, you know, we're in the middle of a heat wave here in Washington, and tomorrow is going to be the hottest day. So, in order to help everybody, what you need to do to help is to turn your air conditioning so that it's hotter and less comfortable in your uh, domicile. Like right around 2 p.m. would be helpful. Okay, thanks. Um, you gonna do that, uh, Chief? I'm gonna be at work. So I'm gonna I'm turning it down to extra arctic before I leave the house because I have solar panels. I'm generating more power than I use right now. I don't need to do nothing. Absolutely. Let the hurricane know she's gonna need a parka tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. By God. Or or she could just you know dress like Chief does every day. <laughs> well, okay. So first of all, we why why are we going there? Second of all, <laughs> my my uh, my Snow Queen of a uh, of a spouse <laughs> all has it at this thing at, at, a, at a chilling temperature, regardless of what time of year it is. My uh, my my beloved likes it warm in the home, except for the year she was pregnant with the goon child. She kept it so cold in the house that we had to replace the air conditioning right after my daughter was born. Wow. You could hang meat in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Which saves a lot. You know, your storage is, you know, costly and, and you're you're set for the years going forward when your daughter could just like take a piece and just, you know, gnaw on it. Gnaw. <laughs> That's made a lot of jerky that summer. Right. She didn't necessarily have to have a binky. She just had the extra spicy teriyaki. There, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. There, there you go. So on with the news, gentlemen. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, it appears the chief got a call from uh, Minnesota and, you know, was our first topic, but the, the shooting in Minneapolis. Um for those of you who might have been living under a rock for the last uh, week and a half, there was a, a lady visiting from Australia. Oh, and, she had uh, migrated here. She was oh, migrated. she had, oh, she she wasn't visiting. She was a migrant. Okay. Well, legal. Was she legal? Yes. That's the important thing. Was she legal? Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she um. So she's uh. Yeah. Was she a yoga instructor and uh, and a bunch of things? But she's like you know regular member of the community and she hears a noise out in the back and and like you know most citizens calls the police and says hey there's a noise out here. Um. Somehow between calling the police about the noise and and like you know then the police show up and then somehow she from what I understand approaches the driver's side of the vehicle. I think so, it was the I think it was the passenger side of the vehicle, but I could be wrong. 
No, I think she approached the driver's side of the vehicle, and the police officer in the passenger side of the vehicle was startled, shot across his uh, partner, and, and killed her. And, and, and it's been very odd with the level of non-information coming out of Minneapolis. Well, they, I mean, there was the, the heartfelt, please tell us what happened that uh that they kept saying out in the whatever they do for public statements because again fifth amendment he does not have to self-incriminate although it's pretty number one i can understand body cameras not being on i can't understand the police dash cam not being on because that's on that's it's not a direct thing for them that's the car they could be picking up stuff they said that they saw a person riding a bicycle as they were driving up there none of that was recorded because why it wasn't on so what is the deal with that i I didn't even know you could turn the darn thing off yeah uh, everything has an off switch just asking okay well well maybe that's a problem um you know i know the baltimore cops are probably wishing that was true (laughs) well well they just didn't read the instructions or else they would have known yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Which of you thinks that the ethnicity of the officer who, who did the shooting is playing in this, and that's why they're being so quiet? I don't think that's the case, because uh, if you look at this particular officer's record, he has been notified or reprimanded uh, three times for being rude to women, violent to women, Basically, it. What did they say he was? He was a diversity hire, right? So yeah, we, yeah. Officer Muhammad Noor. We we needed to check a box, and he fit the box. So that is the real problem. Well, Isn't I that mean, lovely? The, the fact that she's dead is the real problem, but that is another real problem. It's and it's absolutely amazing because the people that are out there uh, marching. And mm-hmm. protesting, they mm-hmm. <laughs> they just got done doing this, so it is not like this is new to them, and they are, it diminishes the trust in the police force. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> by the, uh, by a lot. One one of the things I found uh, interesting was, uh, you know, the the head of the union has been silent as the crypt, um, and when they finally you know cornered him and said, you know, how come nothing? His thing was, hey, look, back in November 2015, when there was shooting of Jamar Clark, you know, I got out there and made a statement and was completely vilified. At the end of the t- at the end of the process, a year later, the chief came out, and made the exact same statement, regurgitated what he said. Kroll said, and but he was the hated one. So um, it's not surprising that the you know the police union police union is going to back their guy until they have such proof as the guy is you know is dirty. But but the guy does have a history of having issues with with female, um, mostly just female uh, civilians, right? I don't think he has any problems with anybody in the force. They did not state that. Yeah. Um, but he, here's a problem. Half the population is female. So, um, you know, if you have a problem with women, maybe being a police officer isn't the right job for you, or certainly not a beat cop. It is amazing. Regardless of how you slice it, the, the mere fact that this can happen in this day and age when we still have issues with 
uh, trust. You're, it is almost like, which of course will be discussed next week as well, that trust is being eroded on purpose. Because you look at the things that, and just look at, at what news, or I should say media outlets focus on. <laughs> you had all this attention towards Philando Castillo. You had all this attention on Freddie Gray. On all these people that, yes, did not have to die, and yes, were in police custody, or at least uh, it, those items or instances were initiated by the police. This time, it was not. So, I mean, there is, there was a case yesterday where a uh, drug dealer called the police because someone had stolen like 20 pounds of cocaine from him. That That is totally different, okay? <laughs> I mean, well, I, you know, he's a businessman, and he's, he's, you know, his and profits are going up in smoke. Sorry. Anyone who watches uh, Snowfall realizes that, you know, if you don't push that product, <laughs> and you have a loan on the product, and you know somebody needs to get paid, or that's your behind. So maybe exactly. it was safer in jail than it was out on the street. <laughs> so this is like a this is like a a, a diabolical plan to get police protection. For that person, for this right. person, it, why? It, so I pose this to all the people now: Why call the police? There are many good police officers, but it only takes one to make you feel unsafe around them. Well, absolutely, so, absolutely. The goon, the goon child, who I've always said, you know, the police are your friends. She's looking at me now, like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they surely befriended that nice woman from Australia. Yeah, they befriended her right in the chest. You know, uh, and I mean, what do I say? You can't deny that this happened. No. Well, and, we can think and, happy thoughts instead. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. After the show, we'll all get together and Skype. We'll have a big kumbaya, and that will change nothing. Why not? I, didn't, I mean, did the, the hippies not do this? Yeah, 50 years ago. They did. They did. 50 years ago, man. And how did that in, work, man? Uh, most well, of them are in Congress now. Uh, or Wall Streets. <laughs> or banks. They sold out to the man is what happened. Yeah, it, it, I was uh, six years old. I believe that makes a, a crutch. You were five, right? I was indeed. I am old was, and you are uh, older. And and so we, we missed out on the whole summer of love thing. Mm-hmm. When... Um, 100,000 people converged on the Haight-Asbury neighborhood uh, in San Francisco to start the Summer of Love. Turn in, turn on, tune in, drop out. That was that was the great uh, philosopher Timothy Leary. Nowadays, now that, it's, nowadays it's wine about this, wine about that. Oh, I need to say yeah. space. By the way, the, the event that he spoke in where he gave that famous speech was called the Gathering of the Tribes for a Human Be-In. Oh, how clever. Uh, you know? That was very I'm, clever. I'm looking at all of these old pictures. Uh, the article that, that I used for this is uh, uh, actually on our Facebook site. Um, and it's got, it's, show. It's, it, it's got some great uh, retro pictures here. Absolutely. Um <laughs> Some are even in color. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Indeed. 
you know the the interesting thing um so one of the uh, one of the writers here quips, "Isn't it interesting that the summer of love started in a place that's pronounced hate?" Yeah, that is a little clever. Hate Ashbury, love. Hate, love this is the a story summer of love. Doers. Yeah, when great. The neighbors. Uh, well, when you're creating, there's the even a lady who's got a, a little store in there, which she calls "Love on Hate." <laughs> that's a little like an oxymoron, right? Right. Indeed, they even had a. Uh, um, uh, a little piece on a bus uh, trip that they have now to kind of tour San Francisco and it goes through all the different things that happened in the 60s there. And it's really kind of cool. It's all painted all psychedelic, right? But inside it's all high tech. And you get in and you sit in the bus and all the shades come down and they project images as though you're driving through the neighborhood in the 60s from all this historical footage. Wow. And they and they tell you what happened. You know, this happened, that happened. And they pull up to, like, say, the corner of, of Haight-Asbury. And they're telling you about it. You're seeing pictures of the 60s. And they stop the bus, roll up all the uh, uh, all the shades, and you're there. I mean, how cool is that? That's an That's, awesome idea. And, and somebody's making money off of it, which means they're a capitalist. Oh, my gosh. In San Francisco. Don't tell the hippies, because they hate that. Well, it's, well, yeah, you know, they uh, think buses are just made by love. Well, they're, exactly. They're probably gone now, so. Oh, I don't know. You know, um, are you guys familiar with the uh, brand of uh, organic yogurt called, um, oh, gosh, now I can't think of it, something Brook. Uh, at any rate, the man who runs the company started out in a commune. Of course he did. In the 60s. And uh, he said, but, you know, this... And organic food was kind of his thing. He's like, you know, this stuff is really good. It's better than what you can get when you put in all the chemicals. And so I don't know how long ago he started, but he decided to be one of the first marketers of all organic food. And he said the crap that he got from his hippie friends was that you're selling out to the man. Of course. Did you mean Stonyfield? I, I do mean Stonyfield. Well, there you go. See, that has, this is that why we does, keep Chief around because he knows everything. It's food related, so. Oh, of course, That's so silly. Good, me. good point. Um, and and he he said he even tried to tell them. He said, "Look, how many people have you taught about organic food?" And you know, they all had however many they talked to, um, many people they thought they'd run into in their lives. And he goes, "How many do you think I've taught with this national product that really is?" made out of or you know made from organic dairy farms he goes how many people have you put to work i've put all these organic farmers up in places like vermont new hampshire and oregon to work mm-hmm. how you how you doing and mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't want to how talk to doing? him after that because he sold out to the man i don't know it sounds like he got his head screwed on straight and found out how to make what he loved to do into a way to make money because paying the bills and taking care of your family is not selling out to the man. I tell you, I I love that story. Now, while we're on the subject of sellouts, <clears throat> I'd like to to uh, <laughs> you know if you could do a group shot for the Saturday. Uh, what do we call it? The Saturday shaming. Sh- shame, shame Saturday. Shame, shame Saturday. We could change I, the name if you don't uh, like it. No, but. no, it's a wonderful name. Um, I would like to nominate every single member of the Congress and Senate from the Republican Party because collectively they're useless they're as useful as something on a bull <laughs> well bulls aren't the only ones that have that 
just so you know. This is a story about oh, doers. Well, well, the Congress is un- unlike the Bulls in that they don't have any of those. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. Um, They're so forgetting why we put them in there. It's, it's you know, I, I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember, gosh, if we only had the House back, you know, we might be able to, to get some of the conservative policies passed. Okay, so we gave you the House. You lost it. We got it back for you. Now we got this Obamacare thing, and this is the big thing in the middle of the dartboard. Gosh, if we only had the Senate, you know, then we could really pass legislation. Okay, so you got the Senate. Voters figured out how to get you the, the get the Republicans the Senate. So, gosh, if we only had a president who wouldn't veto all of our wonderful, fantastic bills, then we got you a president. And now it's like, well, we've got all the stuff we want, but we need more because, well, you know, we we. We don't really want to do anything. Well, well, we don't like that president. This is kind of one of the things that I uh, uh, I laid on Senator McCain. But you're right; it's it's more than just he. You know what, guys? Whether you like the president or not is completely irrelevant. Your personal feelings do not matter. I know they're all shocked if they're listening to us right now. They've all frozen in place. Their mouths are hanging open like a bunch of polaxed cows. And they're, they're uh, what do you mean my personal view doesn't matter? See, you're there to represent the people. Uh, remind me again, gentlemen, the uh, first words of our Constitution are written larger than the others because they're so important. It's not we the Congress, is it? No, it's this end up. <laughs> no, Sorry. no, it's not. <laughs> For official use only. <laughs> well, we're we, not doing that either. No, really. We the people. Okay, so... You personally don't like the president. I got no beef with you. That's fine. But uh, this is your president from your party. You need to work with him. Period. Uh, it's it's like um, in World War II, uh, the great uh, admiral from the Pacific. Um, it's not Halsey, but the other guy, uh, Nimitz, uh, was in at the end of the war. He was in Washington with his daughter. Uh, near the end of the war Roosevelt was still alive and they were having a parade in Nimitz's honor and uh, Roosevelt was there and the, and the daughter did not like the president because the president was often very critical of Admiral Nimitz and uh, she said to her father I'm not going to stand for the president and he looked at her and he said you know what what you think of Roosevelt is your own affair and you do not have to stand for Roosevelt but you will stand for the president there you have good point and there it and, is. Yeah, and we're missing that. And you guys out there, particularly in the Senate, this is you, Mitch McConnell. You, Paul Ryan. You, Ron Johnson. Uh, Republican, so-called, Wisconsin. You guys. Yeah. So Get with the program. Paul Ryan actually, well, Paul Ryan is House, not He's Senate. He's House. Yeah. That's, that, that's okay. He hasn't done much either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, you know, it's here's what's amazing. There's a lot of people that give Rand Paul a lot of trash because, of course, he deserves it for a lot of the things that he says and the way he portrays himself. But he made the astute observation that we were put here to repeal it. Now we have the chance to, and we're not. Now, if you were to repeal it, there are some millennials that, that, uh, you know, the we'll call them ultra-conservative, that think that things will go back to normal. But there is no going back. That is one thing that government has taught us in throughout history, 
is that when, when you make a change and people get used to it, they do not want to give that up. So, what is free the cookies way, are gone? What is the way forward? And that is the real question. As I had uh, mentioned a while back, you know, Canada made the choice that they had that they were either going to be able to give everyone health care that kind of sucked, but everyone would have it, or good health care and only a majority of the people could have it. And they said, we will give everyone health care, but it's going to kind of suck, which is why people come down here when they really need something, and why they have, I'm not going to call them death panels, but they do have uh, conglomerations of people that will decide on whether it is worth giving an old person a kidney or something like that. So, is that what America wants? because a lot of the people say no and we don't want to go down that route and yet the people that we have somehow elected do not seem to hear that they're well, very big on this whole you know hey well eventually we'll just go single payer because you know that works everywhere look how great it's working in England and I got two words for people who think the medical system in England is working and those two words are Charlie Guard Amen it, 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 has, it hasn't worked anywhere it's been tried. Well, I shouldn't, you shouldn't say that. It hasn't worked anywhere big. There are very small places like Sweden where, you know, half of your paycheck goes to the greater good. And if you strive for mediocrity, then the simple suggestion would be to move there because you will, you know... The, the Swedish dream is not like the American dream. But the Swedish dream is, hey, I get to exist, people will leave me alone, I, you know, free love man, everything's cool, I'm gonna, I'm you know, blaze up this blunt real quick, and, <laughs> you know, if I make it to work, great, and if I don't, eh, you know, then it's not like they're gonna fire me, so. Which is why their happiness level is, is much higher than in America. There's no stress because all the decisions are made for you. Well, and, and they don't actually produce anything anybody wants. So uh, it's not they, like it's real hard to work. They they produce some pretty people. Well, okay, there's that. That's but, nice. And, but and, we can't and, buy them. That's against the law. For the moment. Uh, you, you, could <laughs> buy a, you could buy a replica. Oh. We'll be talking about that on a future show, I'm sure. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No. No doubt. Other other things in the news that are exciting, though, gentlemen. Well, before before we leave this one issue, I did want to make a, a cautionary note, and I'll include a link. Uh, if you guys out there in, in, in our audience are as ticked off as we are at the complete and total inability of the Congress, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Socialist, whatever, and the Senate to do anything, you might want to consider looking at a website on what is called the Convention of States. Okay, it's a little funny little thing built into our Constitution. God bless those founding fathers. They thought of everything. Basically, they realized that eventually these complete and total um, ne'er-do-wells, I guess to be a good word for them, uh, in Washington who basically don't want to do anything because it might interfere with their not doing anything. Um, they have a mechanism in the Constitution whereby the states can enact changes to the Constitution, totally bypassing the legislative branch, and they are fully enacted immediately. There's no ratification, because that's the ratification process right there. 
And you can do things like, hey, let's implement term limits. Hey, let's implement a law that says Congress can't give itself a raise. A lot of good stuff. I'll include a link to the site. You can check it out. Maybe you want to get active. Maybe you want to donate. I'll leave that up to you. Sorry. <laughs> you know, you know, you could even say, hey, you know what, Congress? All these laws like Obamacare that you've that you saddled us with, that's what you have to provide for your family now, and you have uh, 30 days. So get rid of whatever insurance you have, and in 30 days, go to the exchanges and pick up what you need. Yeah. Then you, you would know, see the. Then you would see this get fixed right quick. It would never have been passed if they didn't exempt themselves. Oh, absolutely. And not the case. People okay. will always act in their own self-interest. Yes. Yes, they but will. It, but it's not all bad news this week. N- no. Really? N- no, it's not. The uh, um, the United States Army Corps of Engineers uh, has begun preparations for constructions of segments of a wall in several places along the border with Mexico. They're they're doing uh they're making sites uh to uh test various proposals for types of walls and such. Nice. Any chance they're they're walling off Cabo? I'm just I'm a little concerned. Uh it doesn't look like it. Okay, good. Doesn't look like it, but the people oh the wall's not even starting well it is. Is it is it where we wanted it to be? No, but they weren't able to stop him because he did it really early on before the rest of Congress figured out what uh, the president was up to. Or or maybe, just maybe, um, he really is uh, causing some of these scandals on purpose to go, look over here, look over here, good, Russia, Russia, good. Okay, build the wall. I, I, by the time somebody looks, they go, wait, where the hell did the wall come from? <laughs> I doubt that it's that. It is could, could, that, that is sucking up a lot of air time. But come on. I do, I do not think he appreciates the amount of restaurant. Now, I, I will say this. For all of us who have family overseas, they, they are like, I don't believe how dumb these Americans are. Mm-hmm. With uh, constant, I mean, I haven't heard this, and I wasn't around it, it during the, the Cold War era, but I'm pretty, from what I have read on it, it is pretty much the same thing. Do, do you guys agree seeing as how you were around at that time? It's pretty similar, I must admit. I would have to say that, um, well, I mean, from the point of view of the press, they're thoroughly convinced that the Red Menace is the worst thing in the world, which, again, must make Mitt Romney just be laughing and laughing and laughing. I don't think he's laughing because, you know, once again, this is... I don't understand the, I guess, the memory level of the country as a whole as everyone was so uh, jubilant when Obama made the statement that you know the 80s are over he needs to take the the Cold War thing back and yet now that's all we talk about is how Russia's the threat so what exactly happened to change that Russia hasn't changed they've been doing the same thing they've always been doing the only thing that changes is Obama's not in office and that has become pretty clear. And if if he does, if Trump does this and a couple more things, it'll almost be like Obama was never in office. Maybe that is what they're really angry about. Without a doubt, without a doubt, the whole the whole piecemeal systematic dismantling of the Obama legacy. You know, he was he was the star. He was the he was he was the president everybody wanted 
because he was going to lower the sea levels and bring peace and harmony to the universe. And, uh, you know, you can almost hear the fifth dimension. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Goon? Goon? Goon, wake up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. Wow. I'm, I'm pretty much going deaf. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody, if you're listening to this in your car and you're still on the road, we apologize. <laughs> we apologize most sincerely. Somebody needs um, to use I'm, a CPAP. Seriously. <laughs> like, at both ends of your spine. <laughs> The uh, um, I'm sorry. Who were you talking about? Orama somebody. I've already forgotten about him. He's done. His right. name is Barry Sotero. Ooh. Well, now, when a record is sealed, is it able to be unsealed? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't, don't think he became a senator. So. Oh, there's a story nobody knows. So. Oh, wh- do tell. Why can't the current administration? unseal that? Uh, because they've got enough <laughs> they've got enough irons in the fire already. <laughs> you know, rule number one, when you're already on fire, you don't like start drinking gasoline. That would probably just that would get him impeached. Would would we have the president oh, really? like... Because 24 people that signed a letter of uh, what is it? Non... What, what, do you, what do you call something when you don't when you don't have faith in it anymore? No confidence? Yes, no confidence. there you go. So, 24 senators have already signed that. Of course, they're not going to get enough. They're not going to get anybody in the House. Much like when they were uh, trying to stonewall the fact that he had won the election and they kept saying, you know, I have this letter and I have all these uh, House members and, you know, Vice President Biden said, do you have a senator? Well, then you need to be quiet. And yet, every time <laughs> they came, they stood up, he was saying the same thing. So, if people think that they learn from the past, I can tell you that is not the case. It doesn't matter which party it is, because they all do the same thing over and over. Just like, let's let's say, the, the Health Care Act. Seventy-some times they did it. And yet now, even as Rand Paul says, why don't you just take the same thing that you've been doing, it has plenty, it has all, what, 51 senators will, uh, would yeah. support it? There's one senator that wouldn't, so that particular person, I don't know that you could say gets a pass, but at least they would be consistent still saying no. What is the problem? I don't get it. The problem is the guy sitting in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue would sign it. They knew the other guy wouldn't, so it makes me look really brave and bold. You know, it's it's like the little kid who walks up to, you know, the really big guy, right? And he, you know, sticks his tongue out, and then he runs back to his friends. Look how brave I was, because he knows the big guy's never going to do anything. You know, so these guys, you know, they they write their little laws, and they know Obama's going to veto it. So Obama vetoes it. But look, well, I did my job. I I represented my my constituents. No, you didn't. You just played up to them because you know you need to be reelected. Because you think they're stupid. They do. This is this really, is they stu- just think we're stupid. This is something that I uh, accused the ailing Senator McCain of. You know, he acts all conservative when it's time to be reelected. Then after he gets elected, he enjoys putting his finger in the eye of every conservative out there by running his yap against conservative ideals. And we. So and we I'm totally, sorry, yeah, Senator, sorry. I pick on you when you're sick so that hopefully you'll feel better. Seriously, it is with, it is with love and respect, sir. I don't want you, I don't want you to be sick because... It, it would be fun to debate, yeah, seriously. 
It would. Uh, it would be. I, I would record that. We could definitely. We could use this. We could I use would this probably be underarmed recording. for that, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, no, I mean it's, it's. It's just very frustrating that. You know these these folks really have such a low opinion of us, that they really think, oh well, you know we we passed this law and oh, oh shucks it got vetoed. Right. Okay. Well, the guy has already said, I've got a pen. I'll sign it. Just bring it up here. Wait, 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 wait. You mean you'll actually sign it? Then we'll be responsible and we'll have to actually earn our money. And Goodness gracious, can't have that. I'm sorry. Anybody who's been in Congress longer than 12 years needs to go get a job. <laughs> well, that's it. Seriously, I don't care where you were. You could have had six terms or two terms in the Senate or some mix. If you've been there 12 years, Get out of Dodge. I agree. Time for you to go. Actually, I have an entire thesis on how that would work. Um, I will be handing that off to the goon, and goon, you can post that up on our Facebook page. Will do. At that, uh, I've got. I wish I got that already written down. We'll get that up for you, folks. So, do we have any other fun business? Let's see. The border wall's been constructed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. One more last thing. We're going to go to our resident expert on all things mouse, uh, because uh, the goon has uh, just chomping at the bit to tell us some brand new news about the fun and games at Disney. Oh, indeed. Well, well, this we week... really have to end on a high note. You know, come on. Yeah. You'll, you guys will actually like this. So, this week was the annual D twenty three Expo. Uh, D23 is the fan club of Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and generally all things Disney. And whenever they have their big convention what? every year... Hey, hey, Goon. Yeah? What, what's the 23? Oh, um, it is uh, 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 in honor of the original 23 people who joined with Walt Disney to help him get the bank loans and the money to build Disneyland. Very nice. Thank you. He, he, yeah, he went out to ask... He a- asked something like 200 banks... For the, I think I want to say twenty million dollars to build the park. That was when that was twenty million was real money. Yeah, that was in the in the uh, mid fifties, mm-hmm. and they all said, you know, no, no, <laughs> no. And uh, uh, these twenty three folks got together and helped him and made it all happen. Wow, neat. So, so that that's why D twenty three. But anyway, every year they announce all the big announcements come out during this fan conference. It's kind of like uh, Comic-Con, but for Disney fans. I doubt that, but okay. Uh, there's, no, there's no tentacles. I don't know. Man, uh, the people do come in costume. Have you have you been to a Comic-Con? I've not. Okay, well... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's more edgy, is that what you're saying? Until you go, you, you cannot compare things to it, because... Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. There, there are people there... And, and always dressing up cosplay, that kind of thing, that mm-hmm. I will agree, because Disney has a lot of characters that people like to uh, dress up as. But mm-hmm. until Disney gets into uh, the, you know, tentacle, everything has to do with other Nazis or alchemy or sorcery type stuff, then you, you had no idea people could bend or have things inserted in them like so. And that... Wow! Is. Yeah, you're you're probably not going to see that at uh, D23. Disney is it's a family company, so so I, I I agree. So so some of the exciting things coming out. You guys know that there is a Star Wars land being built, uh, even as we speak, both in Florida and California. Yes, I've heard such. 
Yeah, well, it now has a name. The official name will be Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Ooh. And and, well, you're going to be able to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Uh, uh, or that be old a, bucket? Or be aboard a Star Destroyer inside the hangar bay. Uh, the, the quote here is, The scale of the attraction is unlike anything that we've ever done before. Mm. They're going to have a, uh, a hotel that is full immersion. You, uh, um, you, you are Star I'm Wars... I'm for the bar. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's the one place where I really like full immersion. I'm sorry, I seem to have gotten distracted. You know about um, the bar scene, right? Come on. Yeah, I do. Okay. There is a there is a new attraction coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Unfortunately, they're closing one of the Goon's favorite uh, classic attractions called um, the Great Movie Ride, and it's going to become Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, where you step through the screen into a Mickey and Minnie cartoon, 3D, no glasses. Wow. And the attraction is going to have more hidden Mickeys than any other attraction in the universe. Is that like Finding Waldo? I guess. Um, let's see. What else are they doing? Coming to uh, Epcot. They have a new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. Other than, other than that, uh, it'll be open in time for the uh, 50th anniversary, which is in, in 2021. Ooh. And... Uh, and France is getting a Ratatouille attraction that is supposed to be similar to the one in Disneyland France or Disneyland Paris, which my daughter uh, went on, but she won't tell me about it. She told me I just have to wait and figure it out. Hmm. That seemed mean. Uh, they're changing mission space uh, so that they're gonna um, they're gonna actually allow you to soar over the Earth on the green side. Uh, which will be better than what they do now, which is they don't spin the ride, so it's not as much fun. And there's going to be a restaurant that makes you think that you're traveling high above the earth to enjoy meals and a great view. Uh, they're also in the Magic Kingdom Park, a roller coaster style attraction right next to Space Mountain dedicated to Tron. Uh, let me see. It's going to be called Tron Light Cycle Power Run. Hmm. Riders board a train of two wheeled light cycles for a thrilling adventure. And at the end of the ride, they crash into each other and obliterate. They don't oh. obliterate, they de res. Okay. Sorry, you're right, they de res. They're putting in a new, um, a new theater in the Magic Kingdom called the Willis Theater, uh, designed after. What are you talking about? I, it, it says designed after the Willis Theater in 1920s Kansas City. Uh, don't, Willis. I, I, I don't know. Um, new hotel in Disneyland Paris. What else do we have here? I was pretty excited by all of this stuff. Now, how many of the parks do you go to, though? I go to all of them. Oh, I, in Europe? Uh, the Goon Child has. She's been to Disneyland Paris. I have been to... Uh, let's see, they have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have 11 parks. Uh, I've been to six. Goonchild has been to seven. You're falling mm. behind. I'm working on it. Oh, and because I am a DVC member, 
a new a new resort near Epcot will open called the Disney Riviera Resort. Disney Riviera. So like tuxedos and baccarat? Yep. <laughs> yep, well. that I mean they have a picture here and it does. It looks it looks like a uh, um a James Bond style hotel. So it says more ways for you to lose your money. Uh apparently. And it says that you will uh, uh they're going to have a skyway to get you over to the uh, uh one of the parks. Uh they said which one, but I just I I just flipped it and I uh I can't find it. But at any rate, this and much much more is coming your way. I can't wait. Oh yes, and uh, Pixar Land, Toy Story Land mm-hmm. will open next summer. Wow. That actually looked like a hole in the ground. I can't believe it's ready to go, but you know what? They're they're interested in doing miracles over there and they can do it. So remember folks, go ahead and give the mouse more of your money so that, you know, my property value keeps growing. Uh <laughs> It's a hot day. Turn your air conditioning down nice and cool tomorrow. And everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week. We'll see you next week. 